0: So if you are sober curious, if you've been thinking about taking a break from alcohol, this class is going to set you up for success. I promise you, it is worth your time. So hit pause on this episode, go to hellosomedaycoaching.com forward slash class and save your seat. Hi, everyone. I'm really excited for today's episode of the podcast because I'm interviewing a well-being and an ETF emotional freedom technique coach, Kate Moriusev, who helps busy mom manage overwhelm, stress, guides them to find more emotional freedom, happiness, fulfillment, and health. Kate's based in Manchester, UK. She has four kids and two dogs, including a nine-week-old puppy, and she used to work in PR for many years. But decided to retrain as a health coach. She's been led to an intuitive, spiritual way of working and went to train on mindset work, NLP, which she'll tell us about, and EFT. So she believes in choosing to focus on what brings you joy and continued happiness, removing shame and guilt that many women feel in life and while parenting. And Kate, that is completely in line with the Hello Someday podcast and my overall approach to work, working with women who want to quit drinking, focusing on their strengths. Not looking backwards, not feeling guilt or shame, focusing on the amazing work that they're doing and finding overall health and happiness in the midst of their lives. So, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: So, I'm excited for you to just dive in and tell us what EFT is because I've heard about it and know it's out there, but honestly, have not, you know, don't have a real idea as to what it is.
1: Okay, so EFT or Emotional Freedom Technique or even Tappings, it's got a few different names which kind of confuses people. It is an amazing modality that I work with mostly now. Um, I've kind of fallen in love with it. I, I find it um, resonates the most for me and through my clients and um, helps me be a better coach, helps me um, get to the root of the issue with my clients quite quickly and efficiently and um, There's I I always have success using it because it is an amazing technique that involves sort of um, Western psychology, but also this um, Eastern um, acupressure points. You are tapping. The reason why it's called tapping is that you're tapping on the different places around your face and upper body. And all these different places have got um, meridian points, they're called. And they are where potential energy blocks might be and you know throughout life we um pick up you know like it's almost like a rake with leaves and as we go through life we pick up more memories and emotions and um feelings and um self doubt whatever you want to call it and we go through life and we just pick them up pick them up and we suppress them and typically when it comes to more difficult times these things present themselves even more and That can manifest in anxiety, depression, physical pain, um, overwhelm, lacking, you know, you could be lacking in confidence and you you might be triggered by something that could have happened in childhood. And it sometimes takes something like EFT, which is like healing work as well, you know, combined with the sort of the psychology side. And um, it brings things to the surface. So in a very kind of calm, very safe way, very simple way, which is what I love about it, is that it's, it's such a simple technique that you can't actually believe that you can get such brilliant results from it because you could be, you know, in the depths of a huge anxiety, but you are honing in on very specific issues for that time. And then you tap around those issues. And Uh, Yeah, I've not had a client that hasn't benefited from it. I'm not saying it's magic or you're fixed in, in one session. But even if I have a client that leaves feeling lighter, calmer, more relaxed, less anxious about their current situation, which they are accepting. So I'm not this current situation isn't going away. You know, there's no magic wand, but there's the acceptance which helps make you feel like you're able to move forward and a lot of the time you feel stuck and you go round in circles and you ruminate and you overthink and the eft allows you that time to breathe and to accept and to actually be okay with your situation so that's we're going to the shame and the guilt and um you are saying you're giving a voice to things that maybe you've been too ashamed to say been feeling you know you couldn't say to anyone so that is why I love EFT
0: yeah and I that was one of the main reasons that I wanted to bring you on and share your voice with the people listening to this because women who either are in the drinking cycle or are in early sobriety or even have moved on but but there's still work underneath why they drank is a lot of anxiety some panic um feeling overwhelmed in life feeling like they need an outlet to very quickly calm themselves and unwind at the end of the day and You know, we talk in coaching about finding other ways of feeding and satisfying your emotions that aren't downing, you know, a couple glasses of wine that'll give you a headache and a hangover. So the idea that, you know, I talk with women about building a sober toolkit and it's about what are all the things that you can go to that will actually you know, make you feel better, make you feel less anxious, solve for those needs that aren't drinking. So it can be a bath, it can be meditation or yoga or a book or peanut M&Ms, whatever it is, or a walk. But, you know, I had never tried EFT and I, I did one of your videos. And in the beginning, I was like, okay, what is this? And even just five minutes in, I was like, okay, I can see this making a difference. As I started tapping around, you know, my my um my eyebrows and then the side of my face and my chest and the top of my head and you know you do the thing with the with the karate chop like and by the way anyone listening Kate sounds a bit weird (laughs) she has created a video that I'm gonna put on the show notes to this to this episode that is specifically around working through drinking cravings and thoughts about drinking. We're gonna talk about that but using her EFT technique. So that is really cool. So tell me about you had talked about calming the nervous system and reducing stress. And I'm really interested in how it kind of calms the nervous system and where you tap. What are the key points? Like, why do you do eyebrows and why do you do, you know, patting sort of the side of your back?
1: Okay, so these points um have been identified as um meridian points, and these are if anybody has ever had acupuncture or um acupressure reflexology, anything like that, they are all different energy points um around the body that store negative energy and as humans we are we are energy, and if you don't release energy you don't unclog this it it manifests and it stays stuck in your body and that, that i sort of said before is that that some sometimes can um you know if you're really stressed you'll get neck pain or back pain and you can't release that you know maybe you'll have a massage but these energy points are they've been identified and there's other ones as well there's ones on your fingers and your wrist points as you know there's other ones but um some of them so if we've got the collarbone um are where we would naturally touch if we need comfort um or we put on our you know our hands on our collarbone if we're sort of like we're in shock um You know, we've got one on the back um, of our, um, we've got one on the side of our back is where we'd get a hug. Um, So that's, it's very natural. If you've got a worry, you put your hands on the side of your eyes, you know, like, oh, you're trying to think, Um, you know, sometimes on your chin. So it's, it's a weird, instinctive place that we would put our hands, but the tapping does feel strange you know if you've never done it before you kind of think what the hell am i doing um but they have been identified and you'll sometimes find that when you're doing tapping even if you are not a believer you don't understand it um you will maybe start yawning you might feel very tearful emotional very tired and it's your body's way of releasing um energy and just you know it's just you'll probably if you've had reflexology they say to drink lots of water because you need to go to the toilet you need to go to the bathroom more often so you are expelling the toxins and you're helping you know flowing energy back through your body and it's positive so you've got the physical tapping and then you've got the statements the acceptance statements and People, especially if you've come from maybe a psychological background, you might um, understand about CBT, you might have had therapy. And we are starting with the negative. We're saying what is going on. We're not pulling any punches. We are literally saying, I have this terrible anxiety. It's knocking me sick. Um, I can't concentrate. I'm exhausted. I'm depressed. And you're saying that you're giving a voice and the you you're going to be repeating the, the you know the the coach will be sort of saying to you the words back to you because you will have had a whole conversation about it, and you are feeling validated because your what you're thinking and what you're feeling is okay you're accepting it and as we go round and you carry on doing the tapping other perspectives will come up other thoughts other feelings and it might not be connected to the drinking it might be something to do with something that happened um, back in college or in your first you know um, year of working and you you felt that you you weren't you know achieving or you weren't meant to be there or it's so many different things can come into your head and you'll tap around a memory or you'll tap around one specific sentence that somebody said to you that just keeps coming back to you when you just don't feel you're good enough um and we want to get to the root of that you know there's not it's not healthy to be ruminating and thinking about something that happened 20 years ago that still has an impact on your life right now when you have moved on is not healthy. So we need to, to release that and bring it to the surface in a, in a healthy and safe way, um, accept that that happened and, um, we'll find, you know, better ways to cope with it. We'll find different ways to look at it. And, um, and that is why it's, it's a great modality, especially for people who, um, are looking at, you know, stopping drinking. Oh my gosh.
0: Can we talk about perimenopause, menopause and postmenopause for a minute? I am 48, so if you're going through it, I'm right there with you. I mean, hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts, the low moods, the poor sleep, it is not cool. And that's why I was really excited to find a supplement called Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth. and use promo code hello for 15% off your first order. And so question for you, I, you know, I did do the great video that you did on drinking and tapping and drinking cravings and I did you're absolutely right in the beginning. Um and you you'll see this if you listen to it um and I'm going to have it in the show notes of this episode. Kate is like giving voice to what a lot of people are thinking and feeling when they're going through a craving. You know, I want that glass of wine. I deserve it. I need it. Um, This is my one treat. This, you know, all the things. And I actually, in the beginning, as a coach who helps people stop drinking was like, okay, is this good or can this be triggering and can it be reinforcing, you know, all the negative thoughts? Because I do believe a lot of the work is around mindset change and realizing that drinking just adds a problem to a problem. And that was probably the first two minutes of the video. And then as I went on and like, you know, it's the the exact process you just described. Other thoughts came in and Kate started talking about like, but is there, you know, and this is while you're tapping your chest and you're tapping your chin and around your face. And And, you know, but is there another way to calm and will that really help me and what is, and I did, you know, start feeling lighter and start feeling more calm. And that was really cool because in the beginning I was like, Ooh, I don't know. Like, and that's what we do, right? We suppress all the thoughts that we're having and whether it's about, drinking or whether it's about anxiety or about work, like we're like, I shouldn't feel this way. I should be able to cope. I should, you know, all the things. And, and it's true when you suppress all those feelings, you don't get to resolve them and you don't get to acknowledge that there is a reason that you feel like you want to drink. It is, there is something going on underneath and drinking is just the coping mechanism that you've gone to for years and years it's the quickest way, you know, to shut off your mind. But with EFT and with the work you're doing, if there is another way to quickly move through those feelings and feel better, and and to be honest, distract yourself while doing physical acupuncture work that is really healthy, I think that's great. But my question is, how at the end do you resolve that, right? You go through tapping, you talk about the feelings and the self-acceptance and exactly where you're feeling now. You you said new thoughts start coming up, but then what happens after that towards the end? How do you close that out?
1: Okay. So just going back to the video that you mentioned. So I did that video um and I don't expect anyone to come out of that video and think I'm never going to drink again. Um, but I wanted to be able to sort of just show how you can tap for for cravings for alcohol along with cravings for anything. Typically, if I'm doing a one to one session with somebody, it would last for an hour and we would go through um, maybe five, four or five different rounds and we would you'd go through that. But I don't want to put a positive spin. You know, I worked in PR for a really long time and I am not putting a positive spin on something that... can't be sorted out in an hour and you know if there's deep rooted issues i want to get to the 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 root of those issues and and tap tap on those and the thing with eft is it sometimes it's very repetitive we can be repeating the same word if that one word um is, is something that you you know you're really honing in on you know embarrassment shame um anxious whatever it is and that is something that's really holding you back and you keep getting back to that feeling i'll be tapping on that that feeling and that word for for a while with my client so we the way we close it it's a you know the beginning of a session I'd be saying how intense is this feeling for you right now and I'd say rate it from zero to ten how intense do you want to have that glass of wine right now you know after a busy day and I'll kind of like give them a picture of whatever it is they'll describe to me they'll say I come home from work my kids are driving me mad I've had a long drive home um, whatever is going on that they will instinctively reach for that glass of wine as part of their 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 process of winding down and we'll we'll work around that and i say how intense does that feeling um you know how how intense is it for you and they could say it's an eight right now or it's a nine right now that's how intense my craving is and i will want to get you know at the end of that session maybe down to a six or a seven so my aim is not to get them down from a nine to a zero maybe for the next session we'll we'll see where they are if they're still at that six or seven brilliant that means that the first session is is worked they're not as intense with the craving and we'll just keep trying to get it down so I'm not trying to say and I don't feel like a glass of wine anymore and it's all fine because I will have a glass of water instead and I will um you know go for a a walk and everything will be fine but I will be bringing in ideas with them with, you know, a lot of it is their words and I could be tapping with them saying, and what other options do you have? And Mm -hmm. they can say, well, actually, I really enjoy running. And then I'd be like, that's amazing. Okay. So maybe instead of having a glass of wine, just for one night of the week, I'll try a run, or maybe I can go and listen to a podcast and take the dog for a walk, whatever it is. And we'll hone in on what they are offering so it's very empowering. Um, they are coming up with the tools themselves. And we're yeah. tapping on that, um, which is releasing the energy, is, is helping them, you know, feel this. It's, it's a tricky one because there's a lot of science behind it. There's um, an amazing TED Talk um, by dr peter and i've forgotten her name but you can put it in the show notes and um, with loads of science based um great
0: Do on, on send me the link because i'd love yeah, to include that
1: i will and there's a lot of science-based research now that i can send you but there's also this kind of you know what it just works and you have yeah. to kind of just trust the process um and it, what's amazing is there's a lot of people. So I just had a client um, this afternoon who is a clinical psychologist. She has worked in pain um, management for years um, and, uh, you know, in a hospital. She's got a very clinical brain. And she'd been really suffering with back pain, anxiety, um, and the anxiety was out of control. And she's been helping people with anxiety for a very, very long time. And she couldn't get it under control herself. And we're, we're friends. And I told her, I mean, she's been thinking about it for a while. I said, listen, what have you got to lose? Let's try it. Yeah. And I sent her some bits because she wanted the research. She wanted the science behind it anyway we did it and afterwards she was blown away she was she was like I was totally not expecting that I had to leave my kind of scientific brain brain to one side I kind of knew what you were doing from a psychological perspective but I was so in the moment it's almost like meditative and mindfulness because you're concentrating on the tapping and the words and it's calming to hear your own words being repeated back to you um you know, and you're, you're validating each time you hear that, those words, those sentences, again, it's validating that this is real. This is not, you know, I'm not imagining all this in my head. You know, these are real issues. That, that situation that happened all those years ago with my boss, which has now made me feel like I can't cope in with, you know, with my job or someone told me I wasn't a great mum back 10 years ago and whatever it is, it's being validated. And, um, That is why it works on so many different levels.
0: Yeah. And when you're describing that, it actually reminds me quite a bit of EMDR, which Mm -hmm. is something I've done with my therapist. Um, And I know, you know, it's a lot of other women have also tried it for especially women who are in recovery or quit drinking to sort of under uncover some of that sort of deep seated stuff. I mean, you know, there is a book called The Body Keeps the Score. And, you know, it it is amazing how it physically manifests. So that sounds very similar. Um, one question I had, because there are a lot of women who have already stopped drinking who are listening to this podcast. And I, I loved earlier when we were chatting before we were on um, recording, you mentioned that, you know, there's... Um, there are other uses for it, not uses, but other things, whatever's coming up for you, you can tap around. And an example that you gave was if a woman isn't feeling safe or connected or supported in a relationship or feels distant or criticized or belittled by a partner. And I think that's, um, you know, happens for a lot of women, not necessarily that their partner is criticizing them, although that could be the case, but just feeling emotionally distanced and not safe or supported um, or connected. So can you talk a little bit about how that tapping works in that situation? This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I don't know about you, but I cannot believe how fast This year is flying by. We're all busy, but one of the most important things you can do to make sure you're on the right path is to carve out some time to celebrate your victories and to notice what you've wanted to change but haven't been able to yet. Whether you're navigating sobriety, setting boundaries, or striving to be the best version of yourself, therapy can be a game changer. Therapy is for anyone looking for growth and support. And if you're considering it, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's convenient, it's flexible, and it's entirely online. So take a moment for yourself and visit betterhelp.com forward slash someday to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com H-E-L-P. Slash someday.
1: Yeah, I think what is great about the tapping is that it doesn't really matter what the issue is. I'm not there, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a, a shrink, I'm not analysing. And I think that's what is really important that people understand. We, as EFT practici- practitioners, we're not allowed to ask the question why. So we ask what, where, how. Um, you know whatever but the, the why we're not allowed to ask because I'm not there to psychoanalyze the situation I ask a lot of questions it's plain detective in the sense that I might say to them tell me what's going on right now how are you feeling and um, you know how's that feeling in your body and you know like you said it could be something to do with their partner um, not feeling connected it could be something totally um it could be a phobia it could be something that they you know they're nervous about um something upcoming you know with with regards to work or um, a confidence issue there could be so many different things and what I hone in on that um that issue and that is when we um we start specific and then we we kind of find out where it's going to go and so that is why it can work with so many different different things Mm -hmm. so and then it could lead to going back to the drinking so you could be feeling um like i'm just trying to think of an example like you're really worried about launching a new program through work and you think it's a confidence thing you think it's an imposter syndrome thing but actually it's to do you know with the tapping and you do the rounds an image can come into your head from a memory or just a sentence that someone said to you and that is where it gets interesting because you can then go and clear that up and um, we call it different aspects and we clear up one aspect and then something else can come up and then we go and clear that out. And it's basically like going into your back cupboard, your back closet and pulling out all the old dusty things right at the very back and just making everything a bit more ordered, a bit tidier, easier to find things, color coordinated, however you whatever <laughs> analogy you want to bring to it, is that you are clearing out um, stuff that is not needed anymore, that's not serving you anymore, that is not doing your life justice, and is holding you back from finding more happiness and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And for me, and the emotional freedom and as women, you know, whether you're you've got women here who are mums who aren't mums you know, we deserve, we deserve that emotional freedom. We deserve to, to not be held back by what has happened in our past, because hopefully our future will always be better. Mm-hmm. And we need to accept that that's what's happened in the past. We can't change it. We can't control it. We can't control what's going to happen in the future, but we can control how we're feeling right now. And that is why tapping is, is so great, because you are working right there, right then in the moment.
0: Yeah. And I can see so many benefits from it because, you know, also right now, Kate um, and I, while we're recording this, we're in quarantine. It is during the coronavirus. I in Seattle have been in quarantine just with my immediate family for going on ten weeks now, which is a really long time. And when a lot of my clients, we talk about sober treats and how important they are to to reward yourself for not drinking and to find other ways that that really bring you joy and contentment and happiness without alcohol. One of my go tos were, you know, and also sort of just distracting yourself and getting through. The witching hour are little 20 minute massages and pedicures and um, seeing people. And I can imagine when I was doing the exercise, just the tapping and the touch and hitting those acupuncture points, you know, it's a great thing to do when you don't have the ability to go out and get a massage or get a pedicure or have that, that sort of relaxing touch. Um, so I think that that's really cool.
1: I think so, definitely. And listen, I'm a mum of four kids. My house is hectic. My, you know, we're also in quarantine it's not been the easiest time and you know I thought I had good tools in my in my box as a well-being coach and I've been tested to my full capacity and I've been doing a lot of self-tapping um, yeah. because I've needed it you know first thing in the morning it's an amazing thing even for five minutes just to set you up you know giving you some intentions for the day it's like it's a positive thing as well you don't have to be tapping on negative stuff you know you if you want to have um a day that is not full of shouting, or you want to have a positive day, or, or anything, you can just tap on that and just you know say statements, positive statements, and it is another tool. So you know, I'm a huge fan of walking, yoga, uh, breathing, um, hot baths. You know, I, I suffer myself um, from overwhelm anxiety. That's why I want to help other people. Yeah, and I initially found EFT because years ago um I, I had it myself and um, I had no idea what was going on um, I didn't realize that I was that was going to happen and I questioned it while I was doing it. I was thinking this feels weird this you know I felt really self-conscious and then afterwards I my perspective totally changed on the on the reason why I was there it was just kind of like whoa I don't even know what's just happened to me because I wasn't even expecting it yeah and that happened like 10 11 years ago and then I only re-found it again, sort of, you know, a couple of years ago. So that, it's a, it's a very powerful tool to to be able to bring out when you are stressed, you're anxious, you're overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and especially in, the, in these situations now where we can't just nip out for, you know, a massage or reflexology. Yeah. It's something that I would always go to. I wouldn't really go for a massage, but reflexology for me was like, oh incredible okay
0: I've never done that either get out of quarantine I want to try it so that for me is the best how do you work with women because you're in the UK but you say that you work with women all around the world you do it via zoom so can you tell us about it in case the listeners want to get in touch with you or try it out
1: yeah um so it's funny because before quarantine I was really like oh I definitely need to see my clients in, in 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 the flesh you know it it makes it more powerful and actually there's not been any difference whatsoever I've not had any situation where I've kind of felt it's been lessened by doing it online and it's opened up my client base a lot more. It's actually made it more exciting because I'm able to speak to other people and not be restricted by people who live nearby me. Um, So that's been fantastic. So I've been, you know, speaking to lots of different people with loads of stuff going on and probably having more experience that way than I would have done beforehand. And and so, yeah, it's literally done on Zoom. You only need to be able to see the top half of your body. Um, My client literally copies my my movement and, and repeats what I'm saying. So it's no different to what we're doing right now on online. Um, and that's it. It's it's that simple. It's not anything complicated. And you don't have to do anything. The client doesn't have to do anything. And generally, it's they, they come in and they're a bit apprehensive and they're kind of not quite sure. And within about 10 or 15 minutes, their shoulders have dropped their face looks more relaxed they're not kind of clenched you can even see like the, the texture you know the, the color of their skin is like pinker um mm-hmm. it's all the things i learned when i was studying nlp these are the things that you sort of look
0: out for is Okay, so tell me is it, what NLP is,
1: because so I didn't know that either. Yeah, so it's actually, there's quite a lot of that based in in the EFT, and, the, and NLP is a neurolinguistic programming. It sounds very space-agey and sciency and all of that, but essentially it's all about your, your mindset and choosing the right words and body language and how you want to present yourself to other people, but also how you want to talk to yourself and how you want to be, um, how you want to change the way you think so you can have a more positive, happier way of life. And you don't realise it until you're in that process. You could be saying to yourself, I'm so stupid. I'm so nervous. I can't do that. That's out of my comfort zone. I wouldn't do this. I'm not able to do that. And you you don't even realize that you say this, you say this out loud, and you're saying this to your kids and you're saying this in front of your kids as well. You know, I, one of my big things that I always used to say is, oh, I'm, I'm not good at maths. I can't do maths. Um, I'm not able to do that. I'm not good at computers. Technology is not my, you know, and we say it and then we say it in front of our kids. And then I hear it with my own kids, my you know one of my daughters oh no i'm not english is the only subject i'm really good at and we just go through life with these um kind of confidence beliefs and um you know these beliefs and and how we present ourselves to other people and actually you by studying the nlp you learn to take a step back and before you say something you check you check with yourself is that some? Is that going to help me? Is that going to help someone else? Um, is that going to be a positive way of, mm-hmm. of, of looking at something? So it helps keep your awareness in check.
0: They're so powerful. And what you tell yourself is so powerful. And even if you don't realize it, it impacts how people move forward. Like one of my favorite examples is all those studies that say, if you tell your kid, oh, you're really good at math, versus I love how hard you worked mm-hmm. in math. Yeah. It's different because kids sort of move forward and they're like my identity is I'm really good at math and they you know it studies have shown that they actually will stop trying and taking harder classes because they feel like they have to be the best in the class and if they aren't then it proves that they're not really good at math and therefore they don't want that to happen. So, you know, it's a weird self-fulfilling prophecy, but words are so powerful. And what we what we say to ourselves is 90% of it, you know, and there are so many studies that women say negative things repetitively to themselves. I call it the inner critic, mm-hmm. um, that they've internalized since childhood to stop them from being embarrassed, from being hurt, from being criticized. So they almost self-criticize to keep themselves small. Yeah. Which it's like a self-protection. Is, it's so harmful. And you may have needed it when you were living with people, your parents, your friends, middle school, God help us where you truly were going to be attacked. But as you grow up, you don't need to attack yourself constantly <sighs> and it, it doesn't serve you. So yeah. I actually really want to do this because I can think of so many both for my clients and for myself where, you know, I still negative body image, negative, um, you know, negative thoughts that I have from the first time I wake up in the morning throughout the day, just, you know, negative thoughts that aren't serving me, that aren't helping me. And I could see ETF also helping people if they have social anxiety before they speak in a presentation. Um. Before, you know, a lot of the women I work with are people pleasers and overachievers and have trouble setting boundaries or after they do, they feel really uncomfortable with it. Like they're not going to be liked or perceived as worthy or perceived as helpful. All the things girls have been conditioned that they have to be. So even anxiety around saying no to someone because you want to preserve some of that time and calm for yourself or um, setting a boundary with someone who might be taking advantage of you that you're sort of afraid of doing or saying no to a boss because you're overwhelmed and exhausted. And, you know, I always say people treat you the way you've taught them to treat you and you have to change to change the relationship. And so I could see tapping like really helping with those feelings we all have inside that we're pushing down our worries subconsciously or consciously about if we do X, what will that mean for Y? So it really goes way beyond um, dealing with stress and anxiety, over wanting to drink or getting through a craving and distracting yourself. I could see it being helpful in all areas of your life.
1: It really is, and as you were saying, all of those things—those are things that are, you know, we tap on a lot. Um, you know, it, it is—it's those things that we recognizing ourselves the boundaries the um the people pleasing the self critic and we don't know why it's there unless we unpeel those layers and it's like an onion and you just peel one and you peel another and you kind of then recognize and what happens with the tapping is that it gives you this shift um whether it's to do with it's doesn't feel as significant anymore so you could be actually I don't really care if I'm if I don't you know say yes to my boss or you actually um, think I can go and have that meeting with my boss and tell him that I'm overwhelmed with work and it doesn't scare me as much as it did before so it just gives you that cognitive shift it kind of rebalances the the feelings of sometimes things just being slightly out of harmony and you might be kind of overthinking something more and it just kind of rebalances everything which goes to you know going back to the nervous system and you know if we overthink about something and we, we don't externalize it then it gets much worse in our heads and, and it kind of like just snowballs but once we've got it out there through the tapping that meeting that conversation, whatever it has to be, all of a sudden feels much smaller. it feels mm-hmm. much less significant, insignificant, and um, it it makes it more manageable, and that is what I love about it is because um going back to you know your clients, my clients it's busy, overwhelmed women who uh, just want to take back control for themselves, they want to empower themselves
0: they just want to feel better
1: exactly you know? exactly and um and you're right, and we are conditioned as women to to, ha- to burden ourselves with the people-pleasing and the not saying no and the boundaries. And, you know, it's constant work in progress. You know, you're not going to all of a sudden become um, this amazing woman that kind of says no and, and, and doesn't care what people think because that's in our nature. But it might not be the full part of your identity anymore. And you'll have more control and inner strength to cope when the situation arises that you are able to say no, when you need to say no.
0: Um, yeah. It's, it's And also it's just, you know, some of my clients, when we talk through something that, that has been on their mind that they need to address and have difficult conversations, which, which a lot of women avoid forever, you know, we say, okay, here's your strategy. Here's how you're going to do it here. You know, we talk through what they feel would work and be comfortable. And then, of the work is sitting with that afterwards and saying, okay, I feel really uncomfortable. I feel nervous. I don't know what's going to happen next. And just feeling that and getting through it and realizing the world didn't crash. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have exercised a muscle, you've changed behavior, you've changed a trajectory of a relationship And you have stood up for yourself. And I feel like tapping through that uncomfortableness Mm -hmm. afterwards could really help um, as opposed to just sitting there and not enduring it, but sitting through it, right? Um, Which is interesting. I wanted to say that one of the things that I love on Kate's website is not only the video she did around drinking and thoughts of drinking, but also she has one on um, productivity and around calming ETF techniques and also one on kids. And I know as so many of us are at home, I'm at home with my two kids, especially a five-year-old with, or sorry, she would kill me. She's six as of last (laughs) month um, with a, a ton of energy and, you know, we don't get out and see friends as much or kids, you know, I know people with kids with anxiety or, you know, going through difficult times. Tell me about how it works on kids.
1: Okay. So funny enough, tomorrow um, I'm doing an online workshop and it was so popular that I've had to put another one on. And um, This is teaching parents. It's to be honest, it's all mums that have, you know, signed up and, yeah. um, and it's teaching them the basic eft skills that they can use on their kids and the reason why i did it is because i was using it on my kids for this exact reason that we are you know in quarantine um, they are feeling all sorts of emotions that can't quite articulate they can't quite understand why they're feeling they're having meltdowns tantrums um they don't want to be homeschooled there's so many different things going on in their heads and um, even as adults we find it hard to articulate what's going on you know with us so kids it comes out in being rude um banging their head against a wall whatever it you know it does screaming at their parents refusing to be showered you know and that's how it because it's got to come out that you know they can't hold it all in So, I am doing this workshop tomorrow where I'm just going to be teaching them the basics of EFT. So, kind of talking about what I've just talked about today, um, but I guess why or how it helps kids so well. And um, I've been using it on my kids um, throughout the, the lockdown more so my younger ones because my teenage ones are just a little bit more cynical and they're, all, <laughs> they're much more self a, a conf, you know they, they've got this kind of like oh I'm, this is going to be really silly where the little ones are still a bit more open and that's yeah. what's so nice about it because I'll sort of say oh come and I'm going they know I do the, the tapping and we call it like the magical tapping and we make it fun um, and I don't you know I kind of the rule book goes a little bit out the window for the kids because I just want them to tell me how I'm feeling but you know with one of my daughters who is eight she's nearly nine I've done a tapping around she um she's not loving the homeschooling and just the different elements of it yeah and we've gone we did today we had an amazing breakthrough that actually it wasn't the homeschooling that she was hating it was the fact that um she feels that my husband and I aren't giving her undivided attention with the technology side of the work um and we don't sit and help her when you know things are coming in with the presentations and the printing and all of that and i just thought she was being i want to go on the ipad being lazy or not yeah. wanting to and until i sat with her and gave her that one-to-one time with the tapping and it was like the same with an adult it releases whatever's going on she cried at the end we had a huge wow. hug We wow. We cuddled like never before. She said, I feel so much lighter. These were her words, an eight-year-old. She was able to articulate. So I got this amazing video of my my two kids, my eight-year-old and my five-year-old, telling people they love the EFT, how they love the tapping and why it helps them. And I didn't prompt them. I just sort of said to them, can you tell me, what you love about it and why we do it and how it helps you. And I kind of thought, well, what's what are they gonna come out with here? And they were so like clear in how they love it. And they love the fact that it's one to one time. That's just a really nice thing. It's a bonding time. But it just shifts things for them it helps them and they you see them they come out with different things and i'll say well how did that make you feel and what, and what you know what did you know what did that feeling like in your body and they'll be able to articulate it so we've got over things like nightmares we've got over things wow. a, a scary thing that this, one of my daughters saw on the ipad about talking about the coronavirus all the time um anxiety about falling asleep so it works brilliantly with kids but with kids what's great about it is that you can be a little bit more like rogue with it <laughs> so you can tap with them and you can talk to them while they're tapping um you can have a conversation with them and i can tap i tap. tapped you know or you tap on their points for them if they kind of get a bit muddled up which they do yeah. they kind of tap on the wrong points um, i guess it's a coordination thing when they're younger I just tapped on my kids and said, well, what about that? And what do you think? And, you know, when daddy does that, you did not like it when he said that to you. And, and, and it just worked. It was it's brilliant yeah. to see. And it's, it's so nice to know as a parent you have something else. Because I think everyone, kids push your buttons. And your immediate thing is sometimes just to fly off the handle and to shout. Yeah. Um But I'm so grateful that I've learned the tapping. So this is why I wanted to bring this to my workshop for my parents. So they, even if they're not doing, you know, they're not practitioners, they can just get a few basics that will help them take them out of a sticky situation with their kids. And the feedback, you know, I sort of ask the parents what's going on with the kids. And there's a general theme going on that the kids are playing up at night, they're not wanting to work, they're having more tantrums. So I'm hoping that the workshop will will really empower parents with some new tools for them.
0: I'm sure the it will. And I could see, I mean, I know that kids having tantrums, kids not wanting to go to bed, the drama around various things can be a real trigger for parents and just Push them to the edge, which again is a trigger for drinking. But what you're also doing is you're having calm time with them. You're modeling sort of how they can self soothe. I do it with breathing with my daughter, but um, you know, I wish I had those tools when I was a kid or when I was in middle school or high school um, because our children's feelings are not only as sort of important as ours. They have the same worries. They have the same anxieties, but also they, I feel like, especially with my six-year-old, they almost feel bigger to them. It takes over their entire body. Like they feel things really, really deeply. um, And they don't necessarily have the tools or, you know, my six-year-old can't call her best friend like I do and like let out all my frustrations in a safe place. They just don't have that. And a lot of times, as parents, our kids are trying to tell us stuff, and we just want them to stop. you know because you get defensive as their parents say, "I do all this for you, I do this you don 't you don 't give me credit for the seventeen things i 've done right, you only complain about you know I mean yeah. I think that 's just being honest, and so giving them a safe place where you feel like you 're helping them get tools in a non judgmental way can be nice. I have to say that my daughter and I did yoga. Um, she recovers as this amazing group. I love Taryn Strong. And she did yoga as part of a a weekend um, from home on Zoom. She also did a session on essential oils. And I brought out the lavender essential oils and we put it on our wrists and our neck. My God, every night now, by my daughter is going for the essential oils a little bit too much. She took, She told me she rubbed it on her face aggressively. Oh, and I'm like, okay, we need to talk about, you know, more is not always more and better. Yeah. But, well,
1: that's funny because I've been using a lot of essential oils. I bought quite a few. Just, I'd say the first or second week of lockdown, when everyone was like, we were just a frazzled mess in the house. Um, you know, it was just like the Armageddon had happened and we just I didn't know where to turn and so I turned to essential oils and I turned to the to the tapping and um and you know and and going back to the drinking is that I've it's been a theme you know there's been a lot of my friends we're on different whatsapp groups and there's been a lot of chats about Is it wine o'clock? Is it gin o'clock time? And all these things and spurring each other on saying, it's okay, it's five o'clock. We got to the end of the day. You're having a drink with me and all these different things. And it's very difficult, especially in this situation, but any situation, if you are being spurred on by friends. And so going back to to the tapping, that can really help. But Knowing if your kids are driving you insane, and I, you know, today especially, I had work to do. I had, um, they had work. We've got this puppy. It's, it was just like, oh, and and I lost my temper with my daughter and just said, Can you just go and work quietly on your own and stop asking me for help? And I obviously really upset her. um, And, we ended up going upstairs away from everything the computers the dog the chaos and we went into her bedroom we've not done that at all like apart from going to sleep at night like we don't really go upstairs to the bedrooms yeah um and we sat on the floor and it just happened and we did the tapping and that's when all the emotions came out and it was it was really amazing that we had that time and now I'll know that um you know, they need it, they need to be taken out of the zone, taken totally away, and given an opportunity to to release whatever's going on. And that was really calming for her, but it was really calming for me, because as you're tapping with the kids, you're tapping on yourself as well. So, you know, you are getting they they call it borrowed benefit borrowing benefits yeah so I get that from my client as well so when we're tapping I'm tapping with them so I come out of a client session I don't have this baggage that I maybe would have if I was in a therapy session of feeling very like heavy and because I'm kind of clearing my own energy as we're tapping you come out of it calm so the same with the kids you're coming out of that situation calmer for both of you um and it was it was good it was really good so i mean i can i think i've got something on there for kids i think i do i
0: think you do too
1: i've got testimonials from from my kids which kind of really helped other people which is what i've created this workshop so um I will, I will post more stuff and I have got some other bits that I'm going to be doing.
0: uh, I think your workshop is going to be a huge success. And I hope that, you know, I'm sure as people go to your website and are interested in learning more and seeing your videos that um, hopefully you'll put some information about workshops. If they're interested, they could just sign up to learn more later or sign up for your newsletter. I'm sure you send stuff out about it. I have to mention before we run out, um, Kate put together this wonderful guide from Cranky to Calm, which I'll put a link in the show notes to your site about how to get it. But she actually approached me to partner with me on this section about finding coping tools that aren't drinking and other ways for self-care and Um, decompressing and uh, taking care of yourself throughout the day so you don't get to the point where you feel so overwhelmed that you just want to, you know, hit yourself over the head with a bottle of wine, um, (laughs) which is how I envision it or, you know, drown yourself in a bottle of wine, um, which is what I used to do. And so the guide is wonderful. Thank you for asking me to contribute to it. And I'll definitely have a link to um where listeners can get that off your okay. site and That'd i'm sure they will hear more i also wanted to mention that you have a podcast as well um it's called the ambitious mum and do you want to tell a little bit about that it's mum with a U, M U N. u m cuz Kate's
1: British. I, know. I can't say mom i just can't do it i know um, so yeah so it's called the ambitious mum and um I'm on a small series break at the moment. I'm just like starting to, to get my interviews back up. Back up. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, um, a podcast about motherhood, ambition and everything in between. And I think, you know, especially everything that you encompass is that in between. And so I speak to loads of amazing different women who happen to be mothers as well about how they manage their life, their profession, how they got to where they got to, all the stumbling blocks in between the messy parts, the, the scary bits. Um, and also hopefully, you know, they, they've taught me so much. There's a lot of wisdom there. So they're just, it's brilliant. So it's lots, lots of different women who are, have got a lot to give in so many different capacities. And, um, I have lots of great guests coming up and I hope you will be one of my guests as well. I would love that. I would love that. I think you'd, You'd be so good for my listeners. And um, so, yeah, do not do sign up. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts.
0: Yeah, and it's The Ambitious Mum.
1: Um, yes, with a you.
0: With you. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We're at the end of our time, but I really love talking with you. I think that you're tapping the e... EFT, I always always say it wrong, um, is yet another technique for people in their sober toolbox, in their self-care toolbox that you can test and use and um, distract yourself and feel better without drinking. There are so many ways out there to... um, you know, take care of your emotions, take care of your body, acknowledge that what you're going through is really hard. And you do deserve a reward at the end of the day, and a way to release there are just a lot of new ways that we've never tried before. And they're effective, they're cool, they're fun, they're interesting. So I definitely encourage you to check out Kate's website. And to learn more about the work she does and the videos are amazing too just because they give you a quick snapshot you can do them yourselves the one i did was about 10 minutes and it it actually really made me feel very good at the end so thank you kate
1: so glad thank you for having me i really enjoyed
0: it thank you for listening to this episode of the hello someday podcast if you're interested in learning more about me